Have you ever found yourself thinking, if this person really cared about me, they should just know what it is that I need and want them to do? Or if I have to come right out and ask somebody for what I want, then I'd rather not have it at all because clearly this is not important to them. Clearly they're not paying attention. They just don't really care very much. So I'm not going to put myself out there. If this feels familiar, you're going to want to keep listening to today's episode because I'm sharing about how this way of testing people in our lives is actually a way of self-protecting and keeping people at a distance and often self-sabotaging for the kinds of relationships that we want to actually have with the people in our life who matter to us. You are listening to the Bold as Love podcast with April Boyd. I'm a psychotherapist, coach, couples counselor, and breathwork facilitator. And this podcast is a place where we get to have conversations about how we're taking responsibility for our half of our relationships, how we're showing up and speaking up in our lives in moments of connection, in moments of conflict, whether you're dealing with the people that you absolutely adore or the ones who are really pushing your buttons and driving you crazy. This is where we look at how to move through our world with a lot of kindness, a lot of confidence, and also a lot of courage. And knowing that all of those three things actually go together really well. (laughs) So thank you for being here with me. So this theme is something that I've heard a lot from the clients that I've worked with and various parts of my life when I'm in conversation with people. This idea that my partner should just know what it is I'm looking for. And while this is an incredibly common phenomenon, I'm always curious about Where did we get this idea that if our partner really loves us or if somebody really cares about us, that they should just know what we need and want them to do? Because I don't believe that this is a measure of love. It's a measure of somebody's ability to be a good mind reader. And these are two actually very different things. Somebody's ability to love you versus somebody's ability to read your mind are actually two very distinct skill sets. And I think it's often a bit unfair, both to the other person and to our own self, when we're living out this dynamic of somebody should just know what I need from them. Because here's kind of the challenge with that. Well, and let me rephrase this. Here's actually the benefit of that. (laughs) Here's what we're really doing oftentimes when we're in this place of someone should just know is we're actually opting out of relationship. It's like we've built this big wall around ourselves, and it's kind of like, you know, those three trolls under the drawbridge where like you have to get the riddle right, right? It's a test. We are testing the people in our life and we get to stay really armored up, really protected and really safe behind this wall where I don't actually have to come out and be seen or known or risk that conversation where I kind of put my heart out there 
and we have to look at what happens next. So this way of just delegating responsibility to the other person of they should just know, essentially it's just a way that we build a fence around ourselves. And I think that when we do this, yes, there's this risk that we're kind of trying to avoid where somebody might disappoint us, right? If we ask in that excruciating feeling of we've asked for what we wanted directly and somebody didn't get the message or they didn't respond in the way that we needed. But what we're also doing is setting the other person up to fail us. Because if we're actually withholding information, really valuable information about who we are and what we need. And this is something that I see play out with a lot of the couples that I've seen in my private therapy practice, where we add on years to this pattern on both sides. And essentially, people now land in this state where it's like, the trust and connection has been eroded, right? It's kind of just gotten really wore down to the bone. And that what I often see is a part of that that's created that divide is each person has been withholding valuable, important information about how they were feeling really, what they needed really, what was actually going on for them in their world or in their relationships. And instead of like kind of honoring that contract and leaning in and sharing with your partner, here's what's going on for me, even if it's hard to hear, or even if this rocks the boat, instead it gets stuffed away. And on the surface, everything is still fine. But this divide grows. And I think that this is the risk that what's happened because we all kind of know what do we do in that moment where somebody doesn't give us what we need and respond. We take a tiny little step back. There's part of us that says to ourselves, okay, I see that. I see that this person might not actually be safe or good for me. And we step back or we close off our hearts just that little bit more to this person. And that can be really sad and tragic, especially if you have a partner who, what I see is often the case, would love to be able to know what it is that you're looking for, really. Would love to know how they can better meet your needs. Now, of course, there's a whole other conversation about how we say that in a way that the person can actually receive it and respond to it. Because I think so often when we do speak up, we think we're really being clear when what we're actually doing is dropping hints or being passive aggressive, right? And expecting them to pick up the cues, right? And so again, it comes back to this idea that when we're saying somebody should just know what I need and I want, what we're actually doing is delegating responsibility for our own self and responsibility for the relationship to the other party. And how fair is that? I don't think that's fair at all. I think we're setting each other up to fail. And this pattern, right, where we both get to like opt out and remain hidden and unseen and unheard is such a power play, right? Where it's like 
I'm just going to store all of that up in secret over here and sit back on the sidelines with my arms folded and watch the choices that this person makes. But they're making choices without all the information. So my question for you to check in on today is in what ways have you been blocking connection in your relationships, whether that's with your partner, your friends, your family, whoever that is, by not taking responsibility for being the one to speak up about what you need or what you want or how you're feeling? In what ways have you been delegating the relationship and the needs and care of the relationship to the other party? And I know this can be hard because it means kind of having to sit with and confronting the fears that get activated when we start to let ourselves be seen and known a little bit more, when we start to open those channels of real relationship, real connection. But this is an opportunity to kind of look at how have I been doing relationship? What are the patterns of how I protect and self-protect in my connections with others? And does that still serve me? Or is this old stuff? Are these old coping strategies that maybe felt necessary and useful at certain times in your life? Or perhaps your younger years? right? When this is how you maybe took care of yourself in relationships. But we have an opportunity as we get older and as adults to stop and look at, ah, okay, here's this pattern that I didn't even realize I was doing. Here's how I both am trying to connect with people, but also holding people at a very big and dangerous distance because we're setting them up to fail. So, I would love to hear your thoughts on that. In what ways have you been possibly confusing somebody's ability to love you with their ability to mind read for you? And where can you maybe be a little more gracious and a little more generous in your connections? Thank you so much for listening. If you found this useful, it would be so helpful for me. If you shared this on Instagram, you can tag me at with love April. That means the world to me and helps me get really this work out into the ears of other people who benefit it and who would love to be a part of these conversations. So thank you so much. I'll see you next time.